0: Hello, I'm Dr. Wendy Hill. Welcome to How to Be Happy with Dr. Wendy. I'm here to support you in being the happiest, most balanced, most successful person possible. This series of podcasts is based on my book, The True Seeker's Guide to a Better Life. Here you will learn how your core beliefs are formed and how they influence every second of your existence. You will learn how to identify and transform your self defeating core beliefs into core beliefs that support happy, healthy adult experience. Just listening to this podcast will give you the insight and inspiration you need to start to take control of your entire life and relationships. If you want, you can do the processes I suggest as we move along. Remember my website wendyhill.com and learn more about how you can grow emotionally and spiritually. You are about to witness real people doing the regression process. What you are about to hear is unrehearsed. These people generously volunteered to be recorded during intimate moments of their own self-discovery. You've already been introduced to them in the introduction to this guide. Now you get to hear how they heal their past in order to deal effectively with the present challenge they described in the introduction. They have done this to demystify the regression process for you. They want you to know that regression is not some scary, mysterious thing that is too frightening to face. They will demonstrate how effortless it is to retrieve memories that have long been forgotten. Each has learned to trust and let go through doing other regressions prior to this recording. Even so, each regression you will witness here is brand new information for each. They each will close their eyes, focus their minds, and go back to a high-impact moment in their past that hurt them and that still is affecting their lives in the present. They will use a current upsetting event, condition, or feeling as a springboard into their past. Regression is a process for fact-finding. It reveals to you what needs to be healed. The regression process can also be healing in itself as it allows you to acknowledge and express feelings that have long been trapped. As you listen to these regressions, you will hear some express emotions that may be heart wrenching for you to hear. Understand that although they may feel emotional pain, they are grateful for the experience of learning about their childhood wounds so they can heal them and change their lives for the better. In fact, Often it is more difficult to listen to someone feeling and expressing upsetting emotions than to be the one feeling and expressing. This is because as the person who is remembering, feeling, and expressing, it is a relief to finally acknowledge the feelings and memories. There is a sense of connection to what is really true. You no longer have to expend the psychic energy to hide or defend against such memories and feelings. Please remember that everyone has their own individual past with its unique challenges. Some people's childhoods are more conflicting than others. Some have comparatively conflict-free childhoods. However, one thing is true. Every childhood has its conflicts and challenges, however big or small. And these conflicts and challenges are what contribute to shaping your core beliefs and, consequently, your life experience. Use what you hear in these demonstrations as a role model to help you do the processes effectively for yourself. Don't use the conflicts and challenges of these people to compare to your own childhood experience. Healing is not a comparative exercise. That someone had a more or less conflicting childhood than yours is irrelevant. What is relevant is how you deal with yours. If you say, these people really need help, you might be missing the point of what you need to address. If you say, these people had it easier than I did, you may need to acknowledge that these processes can help you. Listening to these regressions may also remind you of your own high-impact moments. Pay attention to your own response. If someone's regression is particularly difficult to hear, that may be a clue that you're getting close to something of significance in your own past. If you find yourself feeling nothing, this may be a clue that you are getting close to something that is difficult for you to acknowledge. If your response is to think that these people are unique and overly sensitive, that can mean that you have denied your own feelings about something in your past. If you find yourself feeling a great deal of emotion, that can mean that you are very close to discovering your own high-impact moments that you need to heal. Whatever your response, observe it and ask yourself what you're learning. Remember to seek professional help if you feel the need. And so now, allow yourself to listen closely and learn. I'm a little girl, I'm four years old
1: and I'm walking around the house on tippy toes. My mom is in the family room watching TV. My brothers are playing music really loud. And my dad is in the other room watching TV. And I just walk back and forth from my mom and dad. My brothers, they don't want me there. They don't want me around. and my mom tells me to tell my brothers that they need to turn down the music and when i go up there my one brother screams at me and tells me to get out that he's going to kill me and when i come back down to tell my mom that she doesn't pay any attention to that. She keeps watching TV.
2: And then a little while later, she makes me go back up and tell them to turn it down again because they didn't do it. And I'm frightened. I don't want to go back up because my brother's going to kill me. So I don't know what to do. I feel like my mom isn't protecting me and wouldn't protect me. Well, I decided that I wasn't loved, that I wasn't worth being protected. I was not safe in that house. No one protected me. I was not safe. This is how I began to act. I would walk on tippy toes so no one would hear me coming or going. I would be happy any time someone saw me so they wouldn't be mad at me. I realized that I couldn't have any other emotions, that I had to be happy to survive, that I had to do everything right and perfect, or else my mother would take her love away from me, and that I had to stay really far away from my brother because he was dangerous. So I would learn to write notes and put them underneath, because then I couldn't I could run. I couldn't talk to him. Today I'm afraid of my husband the same way. I'm afraid of my brother, and I found someone that could still create that feeling in my life. Because that's how I knew. that's my survival. That's all I knew. And I don't ever know if, someone's, if John is mad at me anymore. I don't ever know where he is, just like my brother. It feels lurking. And I don't have my mom to protect him. So I walk on eggshells with my little tippy toes. Like I did when I was...
3: feel tremendous amount of sadness sadness leans to loneliness my loneliness leads to anger my anger at times because i internalize it causes me to blow like a tea kettle. I have to release this anger. I'm going back, back to the root of this anger. How did this happen to me? How did I become such an angry person? Old, sitting at the dinner table, my mother and father, my sister, and another brother. And I'm proud of myself because for the first time in my life. I was feeding myself, eating my dinner, when all of a sudden, a sharp pain comes across my hand. I didn't know. I didn't know I was eating with the wrong hand. It just felt natural to me. I didn't know that normal people were supposed to eat with their right hand. And that I had lived my life as a left-hander. But my father, he's going to teach me. He's going to teach me to be normal. He's going to teach me to be right-handed. can't be myself. I have to be what my father wants me to be. I have to do what he wants me to do in order to survive. I'll do that. Now, as an adult, I have this wall built up around me. It protects me, protects me, keeps me safe, but at the same time, it does not allow anyone in. It's a lonely life. And that wall has to come down. By brick stone by stone
4: I'm allowing the people that I currently work with to continue to inhibit my own success. Why am I so afraid of succeeding that I continue to surround myself with people, people like these who guarantee that I will continue to fail. I now am going back. I am in the womb. I can't even start my life successfully. I am breech born. I'm causing tremendous pain to my mother. I'm causing pain to myself. Everything from this moment, I am not succeeding. I hear my parents talking. I hear them talking about people who are bullying them around, who are keeping them from leading their own successful lives. I believe this is the way life is supposed to be for us. We're in a caste. All of our families have been poor, basically uneducated. All of them quit school early. My parents continue to talk about their inability to succeed in striving against people of dominance. They continue to put themselves in this dominance to where every aspect of their life is controlled and the way it's most easily controlled is by financial failure. All the conversations are around the lack of abundance. I decide to be born in that lack of abundance.
5: I'm really frustrated in my marriage when I talk to my husband about family. Why he just shuns me off. Or if I want to have a family day or a family time together, it's not important to him. And it makes me very angry inside, and it makes me very frustrated inside. And I don't know why it's so important to me That there's family time and family unit and why this is so important to me. So I go back to my childhood and I think, why is it so important that people be involved in something that's important to me? About four or five years old. I was in the living room and my mother was on the couch and she was knitting and it was time for me to go to bed. I'm laying on the floor and I'm watching TV and my mom's on the couch and she's knitting. And it's time for me to go to bed. And I feel really loving. And I look up at my mom and she says goodnight. And I want so bad for her to just hold me, maybe walk me to bed, say goodnight, tuck me in. And I feel really alone. I feel really sad. And I realize there's such a distance between us. And I just, I I don't feel like she's there, and I don't feel like she's ever going to be there. So I feel like I'm just going to have to get up off the floor right now and just walk myself to bed. And it hurts me so much inside right now. She's all I have. There's nobody else in the house and I have to go to bed alone. I think what I'm realizing is I am alone in this world. (laughs) And I will have to do things alone because I don't have family. So I start shutting off from getting too close to anybody because it'll hurt. Because if I want to be close to somebody, they won't be there for me. Because I'm not worth being loved.
6: only a little baby, I'm only three years old and uh, And they're yelling and people are screaming and, and touching me. Oh, oh I feel scared. very scared right now I don't know what to do I I feel so unsafe nobody will help me I'm all alone and there's I have people all around me I decided to that point, at this point in my childhood that I had to be shut off to who I really am to survive. I had to act stupid like I didn't know what was going on so they wouldn't kill me or beat me or maybe not molest me so I have to be a little boy, never grow up and just be a clown and pretend that everything's okay on the outside try to fool them so they don't hurt me so I'll just smile at them and let them do what they have to do so I won't be
3: Right now, I'm feeling
7: very angry, rejected, unloved and frustrated because of my life, my situation with my wife right now. My wife has had an affair. she's had throughout our relationship. And I wonder why I continue to allow this to happen. Or how I even may have contributed to it. I think a, a lot of it is my inability to stand up for myself and just go along with situations and to just withdraw. I'm going to go back in time to find out when this began. I imagine myself at home playing maybe eight years old. Done something to mess up the house or something, and my mother comes in very angry. She starts hitting me out of frustration with a paddle. I cower and I try and defend myself, but it's useless. When she doesn't I feel like she's done enough, she, then she threatens me when my father gets home. and I, I feel there's nothing I can do. I'm trapped to survive. I just, I have to withdraw and be quiet. And I'm scared. I'm scared of when my father's gonna come home and I'm gonna get beat again. With the belt. I feel no love for my, my mother. It's all control. I feel like I have to be controlled to survive. So I keep to myself and I keep quiet. It hurts. It hurts to feel alone in your shell, unloved, and trapped, like there's nothing you can do. I have no way of defending myself. Today I still continue to let situations trap me. Rather than deal with them, I I run and I hide in my shell. I'm afraid. I'm afraid to confront issues.
0: It needs to change. Thank you for listening. Remember that you're worthy and loved beyond your own understanding. This is a universal truth. It is meant for you to know and experience this truth in your whole being. If you want to learn more about this experience and how to be truly happy, please go to my website, wendyhill.com. Meanwhile, practice warrior spirit and talk with love to that little child within you.